the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hey, everybody. Dennis Prager here and not here. Both. I'm here and not here. So you're hearing me. Boy, there's a lot of here's here. Here, here. I'm on the road and sitting in for me today is Mark Eisler, a dear friend. I, I very rarely use that term when they put in commercials. Oh, my friend this, my friend that. I only say it when it's true. The special man, special host. Enjoy Mark, and I'll see you tomorrow. It's Mark Eisler back with you again in my 14th year of filling in for Dennis Prager. Can you imagine a bigger honor? I was just thinking, just imagine if no one else ever reaches my number of years filling in for Dennis. Of course, if Dennis keeps broadcasting until he's 100, I might have trouble keeping that record. But that's a long way off, thankfully, for both of us. And as always, you can reach me at markeisler.aol.com or on Facebook at Mark Eisler or The Mark Eisler Show. Dennis has got this great new studio, I've, I've got to tell you, and I can see Sean so well, and I can see um, me. I don't want to see me when I'm doing the show. And you can see, it's it's like all the stuff that uh, is behind the scenes is now in front of the scenes. Uh, I did TV many years ago, but it was different. I was telling Sean in those days, lighting was everything. That was the problem. Now there's a whole big setup. Anyway, I'm glad to be, I, and I was thinking of wearing a tie in honor the way Dennis and Alan do, but I couldn't find the tie that matched the shirt. But that sounds like me. In this hour, I want to talk to you about the evils of big government. Or maybe even small government. Because when people have power over others, they often abuse it. You know the saying, power corrupts, and absolute power corrupts absolutely. Taken, I looked this up, taken from British Lord Acton and others before him. It wasn't just him, that's what I was looking up. You have to also ask yourself, what kind of people would seek this power? And often... It's not the best people in society who do this, like me. I've run for political office before. The best people want to live their lives with their families and friends and be left alone. That's the basic thing they care about. Of course, there are good people who want to make a difference and help people, and I have a theory. There are more good people among the losers in politics than the winners. Kind of self-serving, right? But Bruce Hershenson, who ran for the Senate of California, immediately comes to mind. Our own Larry Elder, who ran for governor, comes to mind. And I, I want to be fair to the liberal side. I don't know if you remember when I was a little kid, I remember Adlai Stevenson, who never got to be president. He was a governor. He did win there, but he never. It was just sad. He, kept, he tried several times, although not like Harold Stassen. I think he's still, now that I think about it, I think he has the record for running for president six times, seven times. I don't know. So that puts me in good company with all those who did not win. But that's another story for another day. California has moved so far left that I'm not sure it's salvageable. And a momentum builds up 
where conservatives give up and move to other states. Or even ironically, liberals move too to other states because they can't take what's going on here. But what's amazing is they vote for the very same people that destroyed their state or city or even country in the case of immigrants coming over. They learn nothing, which is why you see signs like Dole, California Gate, Texas, or Arizona, or you name it, or on the East Coast, right? Florida, New Yorkers come down to Florida, New Jersey people come down to Florida, and they bring their self-destructive votes with them. And as I said, not unlike those who leave Latin American countries, that's the most frustrating in some ways. They hated the left-wing policies, big government, and how corrupt it was. And then they move elsewhere and vote for the same destructive policies. Yes, as President Reagan said, government is the problem and not the solution. Or even more poignant from President Reagan, Sean, have you ever heard this line? The nine most terrifying words in the English language I'm from the government, and I'm here to help you. I just love that one, right? Whenever you hear that from now on, Reagan was amazing. When I grew up, I believed in government's ability to help people. Perhaps as a kid, though, I was influenced by people like uh, President John Kennedy. Remember that in his inaugural address? He said, ask not what your country can do for you, but what you can do for your country. Then I remember years ago, was it President Bush in an audience, some guy with a ponytail said, what are you going to do for us? <laughs> That's not what this government and what this country was about. And also to show you how far we've come since those days, he also said, and I want to quote that in his inaugural address, and yet the same revolutionary beliefs for which our forebears fought are still at issue around the globe. This is big. The belief that the rights of man come not from the generosity of the state, but from the hand of God. You know he said that? Wow, exactly which Democrat would say that today? I don't think anybody, not if they wanted to win. Of course, many people today have said this, that President Kennedy today would be a conservative or at least a Republican. But exactly how many young people would sign on to that belief? I think it's minimal, right? God, you guys are crazy. What are you talking about? They have been indoctrinated throughout their school years to believe just the opposite. As you know, I'm a part-time teacher, as was I. I was indoctrinated. Everybody in New York City thought, you know, they were elitist, vote left or Democrat. How could you vote for a Republican? And here we go. I believed my government when President Johnson cited the Gulf of Tonkin incident as the reason for us getting aggressively into the war in Vietnam. I believed that. I believed President Bush when he talked about weapons of mass destruction. And I wanted to believe the government when they said President Kennedy was killed solely by Lee Harvey Oswald. I actually heard talk then about the CIA being involved in his assassination. If you remember, President Kennedy came after the Bay of Pigs. He came down hard on the CIA. And when Lee Harvey Oswald, you may not know this, claimed he worked for the CIA or FBI, I thought he was a nutcase. But when I see January 6th, with the possibility of FBI informants or others from the government being in the crowd and stirring them on, when I see protesters put in solitary confinement for their actions that day, when I see political prisoners now in Joe Biden's America, or the years of the Russian hoax against President Trump, when the FBI knew 
They knew that this was perpetrated by the Hillary Clinton campaign, with Comey and others trying to trap the newly elected president by playing dumb. Remember, Comey goes in there, doesn't say tell the president. He was even surprised they let him in. Imagine doing that. Or, this is tellingly, Chuck Schumer telling the president, telling President Trump, let me quote, let me tell you, you take on the intelligence community, they have six ways from Sunday at getting back to you. Really? A senator of the United States is worried about these government agencies. That's, that's not what it's supposed to be about. They're, they're supposed to be in charge. Then, I believe the government, our government, but now I believe our government is capable of anything. I never felt that way. I never would have believed that years ago. Our own spy agencies acting like the spy agency in Russia, the KGB. Not any different. Sean, you probably don't remember these TV shows. The, the FBI portrayed by Ephraim, I think it was Zimbalist, in early television shows. Or government crime fighters like Elliot Ness of The Untouchables. Sean, his, you have no idea what I'm talking about, right, Sean? No. He goes, no, thanks. You couldn't have said, oh, I remember that. But the FBI and Justice Department, that was the best of America. They would have never arrested war hero General Michael Flynn for lying to the FBI. And, of course, my strong belief that President Trump won last time, that the election was stolen from him. I thought that only happened in banana republics. But all of it did happen. And I no longer trust the agencies of the government of the United States by the way, I don't know if you've thought about this. If the FBI came knocking on my door and asked me to answer questions, I would not. Because remember, you could be accused of lying to the FBI. That's what they did with Michael Flynn. That is what it has come to. I no longer believe or trust my government. And did you see that State Department spokesman say the other day when questioned, he said, oh, there's a false flag operation going on in Ukraine. And even some reporter, I don't know who he was, kept on going, saying, where's the proof? And finally the guy says, trust me. Trust you? Are you kidding? And when the reporter pursued his line of questioning, the State Department spokesman questioned his loyalty. The same spokesman who previously said, we wouldn't leave people in Afghanistan like they did. So let me know what you think. 1-8 Prager, 776. Can you trust the government anymore? I'm Mark Eisler. Filling in for Dennis Prager. The Dennis Prager Show. Folks, have you noticed home prices are skyrocketing right now? For current homeowners, that means your home has more equity. With today's high cost of living, your monthly debts are higher, and your ability to save money is tougher than ever before. That's why you should contact Andrew and Todd at Sierra Pacific Mortgage now to review your cash-out refinance options. If you have credit card debt, home improvement projects, or just need more savings, this may be your last chance to take advantage of today's low interest rates. Andrew and Todd can help you get cash out while rates are at historical lows. Go to andrewandtodd.com, fill out their simple form for a quick mortgage checkup, or call 888-888-1172. Andrew and Todd at Sierra Pacific Mortgage can help you get back to financial security. Go to andrewandtodd.com or call 888-888-888-888-1172. Mark Eisler sitting in for Dennis Prick. I can't believe he stole my song. I used to have that on my old show. Sean, the question is, if you ask Dennis, would he know that was Jackson Brown? I don't think so. 
I don't think so either, you know. Oh, Alan shows it. Yeah, no, it makes sense. Alan's got great taste. All right, taking your calls, 1-8-Prager-776. I don't trust the government anymore. I, I don't believe them. Things that I believed all my life as a kid and older, I, I don't trust them in anything. You could say almost anything now and say, okay, maybe. This is incredible what's happened. And I want to know what you think about that, if you agree with me. Let's go to Harland in the Bay Area. Harland, you're on with Mark. How you doing, Mark? Real well. You know, I, I totally agree with what you're saying. And there's there's a lot of things that government's doing now that is just destroying their level of credibility. And one of the masks, they started off with, now they don't work, then they do work, then they don't work. But what really upsets me is... You, wait, you're talking about masks. You didn't say that, right? But masks. Yeah, I'm talking about masks, but then I got the election thing, too. I mean, it, the mask thing is what really bothers me because they're telling people to wear it to protect others actually killed millions and millions of people. They created a false sense of security that the other people wearing masks are going to protect you, and it makes no sense. Yep. And then you got Schumer with the, with the whole election thing. You know, you always hear them talk about no evidence of widespread voter fraud. There's always an ambiguity in there, but no one ever holds them accountable and says, what is considered widespread? Give me a number, give me a percent. Because if you ask Schumer, all you got to do is say, was there fraud in the election? He well, doesn't have a choice but to say yes or to backpedal. Or they, what percent yeah. is it considered widespread? It's it's not just that. They'll say every court decided there was no evidence. What do you mean every court? It never, the courts didn't take up the cases. So yeah, they didn't even get a chance to investigate it. We know that the numbers were totally inconsistent. The amount of votes compared to registered voters, numbers were way, way off. So we know that there was fraud. They just never said, we're going to accept 2% fraud. We're going to accept 7% fraud. But you know what? If you actually got the numbers... And he said, well, in Arizona, there was about 12% fraud. We're, we're going to accept that. In uh, Chicago, I mean, they, they really just need the numbers. And then we can say, this is the level of credibility in the election. Well, I want to go a, yeah, I want to go back to the courts a, just for a second, Harlan. I'll give you a chance. So let's take Pennsylvania as a case in point. Both their Supreme Court, dominated by Democrats, and their, I guess it was Secretary of State, whoever it was, they changed the law about voting, oh, about signature matching and how many days you could vote later and what they accept. And that clearly says in the United States Constitution that only the state legislatures get to do that. Right. And, right. and you and may it, not have heard me still. on a previous show uh, for Dennis uh, right after the election. I listed from somewhere else, who I forgot who did it, 23 anomalies that had to happen. For President Trump to lose, it it, it's, it, blow, it, it, it defies credibility. Go ahead, Harlan. Yeah. No, absolutely. The credibility of this government is totally, completely shot. But now it's not, no, it's not a matter now of, of talking about it. It's a matter of what are we going to do about it and what are people going to do? Because the only way that there's going to be change is by the people. Now, obviously, we have a great opportunity in November because I think we are going to split both the House and the Senate, which is great. We'll get the things moving back in the right direction. We have to reestablish credibility. But I think one of the really important things that we need to do is we need to shed a lot of light on what is being said that's controversial and then prove and uh, establish credibility in what facts are. 
we just we got to show people that what they're being sold is totally inaccurate. And whether you want to call it facts, inaccuracies, um, whatever type of information, we just need to show the people what the facts are and get back to credibility and Jesus, common sense. I mean, common sense has got to be the biggest issue that we've got. I personally think the biggest lie was when the government told people wear masks to protect other people because other people felt safe, and that ended up killing millions. I gave you a lot of time, Harlan. Great call. Thank you for starting it off that way. And the CDC and all the – that's another thing I didn't mention. The government agencies right on COVID – uh, wear one mask, wear two masks. Uh, Fauci said at the beginning, don't wear any, you know, you didn't need masks at all. I mentioned I'm a teacher and we had social distancing. Remember that? No more social distancing. You don't need that anymore, right? What What do you trust from them anymore? What do you believe, right? As Dennis always points out, natural immunity was not supposed to be that good. In fact, worse than getting the vaccines. Now for Omicron, as far, as far as I know, I got a booster shot as well as the other two vaccines. I don't think it works against Omicron. That's the one thing both liberals and conservatives can agree on, confusion. People just don't trust them anymore. And I think that's good in a sense. I'm sorry it came to this, but I think that's good. 1-8-Prager-776, as you know, I like to go to your calls. Let's go to Tom. Tom in Illinois, you're on with Mark. Hey, sir, great point. Uh, Great topic. Uh, Every you, you hate to sound kind of conspiratorial, but mm-hmm. after what we've seen, everything is to be in question. Uh, Gandhi, I was watching a movie Gandhi about a month ago, incredible film with Ben Kingsley, and at the end, after his death, just out of curiosity, did research on the guy that shot him. I'm not creating a conspiracy theory here. The man that tackled the shooter was a guy that had just gotten assigned to the State Department in India three weeks after the CIA was founded in 1947. My point is, I'm not trying to say that the United States was involved in his death or anything, but what it did to me is everything that happens now, you're suspect of just because of what we've seen. Yep. And and I didn't elaborate. Uh, I was a kid then, but uh, when Kennedy was assassinated, and I know Dennis doesn't agree with me on this, uh, I followed really closely. There were people supposedly jumping out of uh, plate glass windows committing suicide who saw the shots coming from the grassy knoll and i got to be careful i don't sound like a conspiracy nut but as you said they've done it they've done it because you can't trust them anymore but but it wasn't just that with the kennedy assassination there there were so many things uh lee harvey oswald when they asked him did you kill the president of the united states he said they didn't charge me with that imagine if they said that to you he said of course i didn't kill the president of the united states and he claimed he was an FBI agent or informant or something. I can't remember FBI, CIA. I thought that was crazy at the time, but I don't think anything's crazy at the time. Look at January 6th. It sure looks to me like some of them were urging the protesters on into the building. What's going on there? And the FBI knew that Trump didn't collude with the Russians. If anybody, it was Hillary Clinton. Do you ever feel the world is turning upside down? That's what's going on. So this hour, let me know what you think. 1-8-Prager-776. Can you trust the government? I can't believe I'm saying this. Can you trust the government anymore? Let me know what you think. Mark Eisler filling in for Dennis Prager.
The Dennis Prager Show. Mike Lindell has a passion to help everyone get the best sleep of their life. He created the Giza Dream Bed Sheets. They look and feel great, which means an even better night's sleep for you. Mike's latest incredible deal is the sale of the year. For a limited time, you'll receive 60% off the Giza Dream Sheets. That comes with a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. You'll receive a set for as low as $39.99. For a limited time, with any purchase, you'll receive Mike's soft cover book free when you use promo code Prager. Go to MyPillow.com and click on the radio listener square and use the promo code Prager. Along with this offer, you'll also get deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the MyPillow mattress topper, MyPillow towel sets, and more. Call 800-761-6302, use the promo code Prager or MyPillow.com, promo code Prager. Mark Eisler sitting in for Dennis Prager. We have a full board, but I'm going to go as Dennis does all the time. I do the same to someone who disagrees with me. So David in Culver City, you're on with Mark. Well, first of all, full disclosure, Mark. I I don't agree with almost anything you say. I think you're kind of a pop banger nutcase. But you know know me well. Yes, uh, go ahead. I do. I know you well. Yeah. Um, that said, um, first of all, Trump lost both elections by the popular vote. He won by 100,000 votes in three states in the Electoral College. Mm-hmm. So it was no fluke that he lost. No, no, no. We, the the founders. Now, I'll, 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 I'll give you a chance. I'll give you a chance. You. Let me respond. I appreciate it. Sure. All right. And you know me anyway. The founders purposely did that because they did, you know, they made it a republic, not a democracy, as Franklin said, a republic if you can keep it. They, they didn't, they believed that all the states and all the people should be, you know, looked at at their vote and what they thought. So that's why we have this. I don't care about the popular vote. I mean, I don't, I, well, you don't care about the popular vote, but he lost it both times. I, I, okay. You're making a big deal. You're making a big deal about voter turnout, and it doesn't match, and it couldn't have happened. I didn't say that. The caller said it. I didn't say that. Well, you agreed with it. You, you really did. But no, I agreed that. Wait, I agreed there were 23 anomalies that I read on the air about how this election was crazy. It was stolen. That's my belief. Yeah. The, the courts have looked at it. You discount the courts. The courts did not look at it. The courts didn't have sufficient evidence to consider it. The court that oh, you mean like Florida with Bush? It wasn't the same thing. The courts have discretion if the evidence is not very good. No, no. They they dismissed it out of hand. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Okay. Go on. Make your last point. You're not listening. We're not dialoguing. Go ahead. Uh, yeah. Well, I don't know. I mean, you're supposedly a teacher. You don't sound like a teacher. You sound like a political ideologue. Uh-huh. Uh, thirdly, I was once know, a Democrat, by the way, so I can't be an ideologue. I've been I, on both sides. I, I know. I, I mentioned know. Adley Stevenson as one of my early oh, heroes. Oh, oh, Adley Stevenson. So you were you what? What you were you're a Democrat in 1947? Thanks a lot. No, no, you don't even know your years. But by the way, I worked for Robert Kennedy for a while. But go on. You know, anyhow. Yeah, anyhow. Listen, I got it. You're a hack. I'm a hack. You don't okay. believe in the January 6th commission. You didn't you ask me that, but you're right. I don't CIA. believe it. 
the CIA, conspiratorial. They participated in the assassination of Kennedy. Might have. I mean, you're a consp- you're a conspirator. You're a conspiratorial nutcase. You, you know really what? Are. What you're you know? What's interesting? Are you going to dialogue or are you going to be gone? Like, you're, okay, you're gone. <laughs> I tried. He just was going on. I, Sean, I still. What did he call me? A pot something at the beginning? A pot bag. So what does that mean? I don't even know. I take pot. Oh, banging the pots and the pans. I got it. He knows me well. <laughs> what can I say? All right. Who was that? Someone was there. Let's see. I want to find that call. Sean, which one was the person? Uh, she said she was there. Here it is. Trina, I think. Yeah. Trina, you're on with Mark. Hi, Trina. Did we lose her? Okay. Let's put Trina. <laughs> She's going out. There you are. Go ahead, Trina. Oh, hey. Uh, good job with the last caller. You were very gracious. Um, I'll be quick. I, uh, sorry, I was cleaning the pool. Um, no, no, you were banging pots. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I'm a pot banger with you, Mark. (laughs) Um, okay, so we were waiting for Trump to speak on January 6th, um, at the monument, and, um, a group of about five or six young men, I would say 20s to early 30s, uh, they were dressed like us, you know, Trump supporters, and they walked by us. They were going against the crowd because we were just standing there and they were cutting through. And they said, we're going to storm the Capitol. Come with us. And we all looked at each other like, who are these nut jobs? You know, and they they looked like us, but they they weren't us. And it wasn't until later that we figured out that they had to be fed or set up or paid or anti I don't know. But I just wanted to let you know, I was there and even then, we saw people who were urging us to go in, which, of course, I didn't or anything like that. But it, they were there pushing people, encouraging us to to break the law like that. We got to go. Um, great you know now. Great point. Thanks yeah. for calling in. Let me know what you think. 1-8-Prager-776. Mark Eisler for Dennis Prager. The Dennis Prager Show. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-702-5400. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in... Anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-702-5400. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-702-5400. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. Mark Eisler for Dennis Prager. You know, I was thinking about that caller, Sean. I wouldn't take my pots out in the street if you saw what they look like. It's hard, hard to clean those suckers. No, I thought he called me a pot smoker, which I'm not, so I was ready to answer that. Pans out in the street, bang no way. <laughs> I enjoy you guys. Kara in Orlando, Florida. You're on with Mark. Hi, Mark. Thank you for taking my call. Sure. So I have three really important things. I think kind of the first thing, maybe you know this, maybe not. I'm sure Dennis does. The term conspiracy theory in regards to your last caller, mm-hmm. that was invented by the CIA. 
and I think it's very important for people to know that. Um, I didn't hear you. Say it again. Say it again. What did you say? It was what? The term conspiracy theorist was inspired and created by the CIA. Okay, so I didn't. That's worth uh, looking up, and okay. and please fact check it. And I invite your listeners to do the same. Okay. But I am fearful of my government. I really am. We're at a time where a parent like me, with four kids, is scared to go to a school board meeting. Yeah. My husband works in local government, and we're scared to be deemed terrorists. We're scared to be deemed racist, and we're also at a time where kids. I grew up in the '90s. I said to other kids in the playground, and kids said it to me, "What? Well, it's a free country. What are you going to do about it?" kids don't say that anymore this is no longer a free country Mm. and both parties are to blame and quite frankly i think the boomers are the biggest party to blame they sat by and they did nothing Mm. they they built their empires they raised their kids and they didn't pay attention while the pelosi's and the schumers and those people of the world got rich and wealthy and powerful and now is the time we need to wake up we need to stand up and we need someone to give us a call of action. And that has not been done by the Republican Party. And it's, it's a real shame. I've, I've, I've gone to all the events, and everybody says we're in an upward swing. What does that mean? Well, they're probably looking at Virginia. We need a call to action. Yeah. No, no, <laughs> you're actually my theme in the second hour. I move on to that and, and the Republican Party, how bad they've been. Uh, they should be screaming from the rooftops at a lot of these injustices. Yeah. And instead, they just want to get along. Mitch McConnell is my least favorite. Well, it's hard to pick the least favorite. Romney's up there, too. I, I just these these people are there to get power. That's why I'm mentioning it this hour. Who who runs for office? And I run for office. I, I know they're well-meaning people like Larry and so on. They're terrific. But a lot of them run to make up for their insecurities. Who who wants to control other people's lives? Conservatives just want to live their lives. Leave me alone with my family and my friends and my religious services and my tennis in my case and all the other stuff I do in teaching. I don't want to be bothered. We wanted the founders knew that government was the problem. And and now it should be a season of our lives. This shouldn't be a career. Public service should not you're not a police officer or a garbage man. How come those people are never worth three, $400 million like the Pelosi's and the Schumer's and the Mitch McCain's of the world? These people are just worth basically peanuts like every other common American. These are public servants, and we have to ask ourselves, when they go into office, they're worth nothing. Years and years and years later, they supposedly serve the people. They're worth hundreds of millions. You know how hard it is to make money? Yep. My husband's building his business. We're still rubbing nickels together to make well, money. Absolutely. It is not easy. That's it a, is not easy. We, we need to take this country back. Absolutely. Great, great call. I, I can't think of who it was. Bruce Hirschson taught me this. I don't know if it was Daniel Boone or Davy Crockett. I'm going to guess Boone will probably be the other one. They wanted him to serve longer. He actually, if you remember, those that don't remember, he was, Sean wouldn't remember on TV, a Western fighter, whatever he was. And he wouldn't serve again. He said, I need to go back to what I was doing. That's not what this was all about. But our last caller is right. They go in there, they start whatever, poor, middle class, and they become rich. They use insider trading. Nancy Pelosi's husband, I think, has done that. I can't be sure. But a lot of them, they start out, and then at the end of it, they're well-to-do. Joe Biden, I'm going to talk about him next hour, right? He was just about, how much money can I make? And Hunter's just the front man for him. Sean, how much time do we have left? Do we have time for another caller? Okay, great. Let's go. There's so many good calls. Um, okay, go ahead, Bob. You've been waiting a long time. Bob in Minneapolis. You're on with Mark. Uh, yeah, there's uh, there's many on the left trying to blame President Trump for stirring up a riot on January 6th. But here's a question no one has asked yet. 
Would the rioters have done what they did regardless of President Trump's speech that day? I mean, even if Trump hadn't said those words, I suspect that a small group of rioters had already made up their mind to engage in lawless behavior before Trump's speech and that there were some fake protesters among the sincere ones planted by the left. And remember, the right. he yeah. says, President Trump says, go there peacefully. He doesn't say anything like go there and riot. And in fact, I'm glad you brought it up because Tucker Carlson has done a great job with this guy Epps. Who is this guy Epps? I mean, I can't think of his first name. That has never been prosecuted or anything, but he looks like he's urging the people on. Why haven't they found out what he was up to? It sure looks to me that um, I know I'm conspiratorial nut. Tucker is also. It sure looks to me that there are provocateurs there and that you were right, that this was part of a setup. Let's see if we can get someone else in. Um, there's so many good ones. Let's see. Steve in L.A. You're on with Mark. Hi, Steve. Oh, I didn't get you on. That's my fault. Here you are, Steve. Hello? Yes, hi. This is a first-time caller. I usually just listen, but you was talking about uh, the distrust in, in the government. That mm-hmm. I'm 62 years old. And the first time I ever voted in my life, I voted twice for Mr. Trump and uh, because he wasn't a politician. And I felt that, that he was trustworthy. For some reason, my common sense told me that, and I came out to be right. You but did. Uh, to you get did. back on what you were saying about distrusting on the government, that you left out a couple. Of, uh, this, this was one that was over the top with me, and I'm a black guy. By the way, you can probably tell, but uh, and I never called into a radio show before. Well, thank you for but calling. This one was over the top. This one was o- over the top that you didn't mention, uh, and people's really not focusing on it. But it was the Supreme Court justice who said that it was a hundred thousand children on respirators. That I think uh, that that this shows how how dishonest that they are, and they would say anything to get a win. And 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 uh, my my other point, none of this that we've been talking about for the last four or five or six years now wouldn't even had happened. This conversation today. Hold on, I'll I'll, t- I'll take you on after the break. Let me know what you think, Mark Eisler, sitting in for Dennis Prager. The Dennis Prager Show. Mark Eisler for Dennis Prager, and I I want to apologize to Steve. It's a new system here, and I, I was going to keep you on hold, but I, and if you call back, we'll put you on right away. But I think I'd let you go. Missed it by that much. Now, who says that? If you're going to put that on, Sean, who says that? You don't even know, right? It sounded like Groucho. Oh, yeah, Maxwell Smart. Missed it by that much. Yeah, that's who it is. I'm just checking that just like I said, Dennis didn't know uh, the song by uh, Jackson Brown. All right, let's go to, uh, I guess, Owen in Chicago. Owen, you're on with Mark. Hi, Mark. Mark, a previous caller was talking about the uh, lawsuits in the Supreme Court, and you're, you're so correct that the Supreme Court turned these cases down by standing. They wouldn't listen to the evidence, and I blame the Trump appointees. I thought they were cowardice. I mean, they mm-hmm. listened to Roberts, who is not a conservative at all, but what other place can a state sue another state except the Supreme Court, and they turn it down from standing when they came up with the Texas versus Pennsylvania law. Exactly. And they turned on the, the Pennsylvania lawsuit because of standing. Nobody talks about the cowardice 
of those Trump appointees. I I I have on a previous fill in for Dennis or Larry. I can't remember who, but I did it. I first of all, I never trusted Kavanaugh. I was not a big fan of Kavanaugh. I didn't trust him. Coney Bryant, whatever, she disappointed me. And and Roberts, Amy Coney Barrett. Uh, Sean once in a while gets gets something right. I didn't try. You you made a great point. Here's what I want to say. Trump hasn't done well with his appointees. When you think from the Secretary of State on. I think that's one of the f- only things that I can think of that it hurt him not being an insider and being, you know, a businessman from the outside. He didn't choose his people well. Uh, I was disappointed in so many of them. Uh, I forget. Who was the first Secretary of State, John? can't think of his name. He was a disappointment. There were so many of them. Look at uh, McConnell's wife who turned on him, uh, you know, a week before he, he was leaving. They all fled the ship. Uh, not just McConnell's wife. Who's the Secretary of Education, the job I should have had? Uh, what, what's her name? I can't even think of it. She turned on him. So, so many people that he picked, that, including the judges, it was such a disappointment. You are right. Yes, I, I agree. Basically, they picked Kavanaugh and Comey Barrett on one issue. They picked them on abortion. That was it. And to be honest with you, we have to... And, and whoever gets in, if we get in as a president next election for the Republicans... We got to stop listening to the to the um, old old Republicans and start picking Republicans that are more mainstream for the population. We we got to go, and you're absolutely right. I'm going to do that next hour. Let me know what you think. Mark Eisler sitting in for Dennis Prager. The Dennis Prager Show, live from the Relief Factor Pain Free Studio. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.